Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric, and with me is no Jonathan this week. No. This is a bit of a special uh, episode. Uh, I was given the task to do sort of a, a me episode uh, once a month, and I have thus far not done that. I've only done one. Uh, but I, we wanted to get something out this week, and uh, I didn't know what to do. And if I uh, if I have sort of if I, in, in my arsenal of things that I have or people I have in my life, if I, if I have one sort of person I can always go to that will always work, I say this now, we haven't. We don't know if it's going to work, no, we haven't done this no, in a while, no. but that is obviously my old co-host from many podcasts, uh, I th- uh, you've heard him on this feed once, many, many, many episodes ago, I'm talking to about my friend Alexis uh, from, uh, known from, uh, we used to do something called The Last Podcast uh, on Earth, and we also did, uh, well, one episode of the Mixtape Club that uh, you've heard on this uh, feed, there's going to be well, more on that later, but uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is a bit of a, this is going to be very different than what's usually uh, on this feed. So if, if you want to just wait till next week for your regular scheduled shenanigans, that is perfectly fine. Uh, we don't really know yet what this is going to be. No. <laughs> frankly. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but we've, we've known each other for upwards of, uh, must be 18 years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on 20 soon. That's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. I think you are my oldest friend that I still keep in very regular, or you are that I keep in very yeah. regular contact with. Uh, uh, I have one other friend that I've uh, have uh, that's older. Mm. Uh, I've had, and that's a friend from uh, one of the only people I still know back from when I used to live in the states. Right. So I've known him since I was, um, like, uh, well, I don't know, as far back as I can remember. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like going, oh, that's so probably almost probably there almost like thirty seven years at this point. So that's that's a while. Wow. Yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But so we we uh, we talk, we we used to we've done various podcasts. We've done all kinds of stuff. We talked to all kind of music and whatnot. And this is sort of there's gonna be a bit of music in this. But we also one of our main sort of uh, things we sort of bonded over way back when were. Uh, uh, movies and horror movies in particular, I think, yes. was initially yeah. what it was. And I think both of us also, I mean, the, mine is fairly well, I, I don't try to hide it. I've sort of been very well documented. I, you know, I, I've had, especially in the last year, um, some sort of, a, let's let's say, you know, been not, not particularly great mental headspace all the time. Mm. And I, I know I know that you've also gone through your fair share of ups and downs. As sure. Well. Yeah. I think everyone does. Yeah. Um, What's interesting, what this is basically, uh, what we also discussed in the show is how music and uh, all this kind of stuff can be some sort of, you know, like a, you call it what you you will, either like some sort of security blanket or like a way to sort of escape. Mm. Uh, And I think, I wonder if, so we thought we were going to have a little bit of some sort of conversation about this kind of stuff. I don't know where it's going to go. We'll see if this even works. But um, now, when you initially... Because you also, I mean, I would probably I would say that heavy metal and that kind of stuff is your primary. No, genre, but you, you, but you also have have you do have a little bit of. Yeah, I'm a you know. I'm a very sort of uh, eclectic music listener, and mm. I've been producing music for most of my life, mm. um, and as I grew out of you know being an elitist uh, teenager, I've just come to embrace all kind of music basically and and i actually mean that there are very very few music genres i don't like or can find something that i like in uh there are a few but uh mostly i just 
enjoy music a lot and mm. then i usually find like one corner of every genre that i really like yeah uh, so with metal it's sort of uh i mean metal is one of my favorite genres i would still say so I, mm-hmm. there are s- several parts i've always been like <laughs> in this space where we are now the sort of iron maiden sort of heavy metal part i've always mm. really appreciated and respected but it's never been my go-to thing mm. to listen to every time i hear it i'm like this is impressive it's good sort of i like mm. it but i never sort of go to it so with metal i think that i usually go for sort of a melodic sort of opus mm. slower stuff or like yeah. really heavy sort of weird like bloodbath and and things that feels more like a really strong sort of catharsis <laughs> to yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to um and i i that's that sort of metal the latter one is what i usually go to when i'm stressed um, because it sort of calms me down a bit. It's it's so interesting how like because bloodbath. If, you, if you're not familiar with them and you and the name isn't a clue, uh, <laughs> the, the lyrics are somewhat. Um, you know, it's it's not about it's not whistle ballads about you know this that you know like a romantic summer in no. Paris with some no. It, it's it's like there's like it's pretty you know it's pretty rough stuff. <laughs> it's sort of like the same thing. It's not. I don't think it's meant to be taken. You know. Obviously, this is not auto- autobiographical in any such <laughs> imagination, but it's something that kind of stuff. It can be very calming. It, yeah. This incredibly violent sort of right. imagery and right. it's like the same thing. That's sort of the same thing with horror movies, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I ended up thinking about it a lot, um, doing some preparation stuff for this uh, this episode. Mm. Um, I got it thinking about the Saw movies because I'm one of those freaks who love the Saw movies and mm, I've never really been able to formulate why because it's not like I, I'm not one of those people who are like oh they're really bad films because I don't think they are some of them are but yeah, yeah. It's like one through four are sort of good-ish like they're not that bad then they start to sort of fall off but I still enjoy watching them like all of them um and I think have you that seen the, I think have you that, seen the new one. No, I haven't actually. Mm-hmm. Have you? It, I have. It's uh, it's 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 better than than when you than I was expecting. Okay, <laughs> what um, were you expecting? I was expecting because I didn't particularly like the one before that, and that must have mm-hmm. been like seven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that wasn't very good. And this this is kind of like a re. It's not a remake or a reboot because it's in the same world, but it's sort of coming from a different angle, and it. Um, I enjoyed it. It is. It's just called Spiral uh, for those uh, at home who don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I think just sometimes even just the fact they're not calling it Saw Eight, it makes it feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's just eight is such a high number for movies too. Yeah, and like it's not, that's not going to be good within any stretch of the imagination. I think. Um, but I think that I think that you're really onto something there where they feel sort of the same function mm. as really violent metal music to me, yeah. where it's some sort of relaxation through an extreme of some kind. It, it's, it's sort of because like a lot of it, I mean, especially unless, unless, you know, cause it's also very, uh, it, it, like these, these, that kind of music and some of those, it's definitely the saw movies and all that kind of stuff is, you know, it's it's so extreme to un, so to a fairly unrelatable level. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and and I suppose it kind of has to be for it to have that effect because the films you watch where I've seen certain like war movies where it gets, even though I've never been in a war, it gets Mm. extremely realistic in a way that that gets relatable in some strange sort of way. And then it does not at all feel that same function. Um, But this is so, it's like cartoonish in how, how it's violent. So I suppose that's why. Well, that's like. Have you seen the? Have you seen the? Um, uh, I mean, I'm a big. I'm a big fan of the Hatchet movies. But have you seen the movie Terrifier or Terrifier Two? No, I haven't. All right, those also sort of like go to level. I mean, the second one is infamously insanely gory, but it's and that people fainting. And there's always people fainting that probably no one fainted. Yeah, you know they say that. Yep. But uh, there's a couple scenes that are pretty rough. But it's also so. It's so. It's so much. Right. That like there's it, it's like this is not like something you would ever this is you're never going to stumble upon the situation in your real life, hopefully. But hopefully. Like, <laughs> but, and like uh, like in your re- like if there's a, uh, but like in a war like if you see like a war movie, I mean I know people have been to war as well, mm. and just sort of imagining that situation is and even though it's probably far less you know gory and there's yeah, far less yeah. that it's way it's way worse than than you know watching someone uh, you know. I'm trying to think of a sort of get, get your rib cage torn out. Yeah, like oh, the the rat the, the thing of the yeah, the, yeah that thing yeah, yeah. that's rough. <laughs> and that's not that's not. I mean, I understand. I know, like uh, um, for instance, we uh, uh, I, you know the the people at home when I say Camilla, they know what I'm talking about. That's that's my girlfriend, mm. and you you obviously you guys are very close as well. Yeah. She, she doesn't like she she doesn't like that kind of no. uh, any of that level that kind of stuff. And that's that's yeah, that's just you know that's. I don't think that's a particularly. Uh, I think a lot of people are that way, but I think that. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even. It would never occur to me to even attempt to show her. No. Like let's let's watch Saw Six. There we go. <laughs> and they're like, but. but <laughs> <laughs> romantic evening, but that's the kind of thing. Yeah. Like it. It's it's never been difficult for me to understand why you're not into it because it's obviously yeah. it's very it feels very narrow to me as well, and I'm not always in the mood for that either. Um, yeah. But it does. For me, it feels a certain kind of function that feels kind of like a cuddly blanket, sort of, because I've done yeah. it since I was a teenager for safety and for comfort, I guess. Like me and one of my best friends when I was 15, 16, we had that. We just went to the rent, like video rental place and yeah. just got a bunch of the goriest zombie films we could find and just watch that. And that was our kind of comfort just sitting in the dark and doing that. I don't know. That's also very impressive considering when that would have been and considering how the, uh, uh, I'm thinking that the fact that we, you know, nowadays you can get anything here, but that was not the case. No. A lot of that stuff was very, uh, I mean, like we, I think we didn't get the, there's a few movies in, in sort of because we're, uh, we're you know we're both located in, in Sweden and people outside of Sweden, uh, you might not know this, but we did have at some point some kind of ridiculous censorship. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Or certain movies were censored for. Mm. Like, I think Evil Dead Two was censored for quite a while, and that you couldn't get a hold of properly. That I can kind of get, but like they did the also Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and there's nothing in there that's really in the first no. one that's really that bad. There's a lot of implied stuff, but there's yeah. nothing really that 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 horrible in that. I mean that that's really a testament to its form, I suppose, yeah. where it, it sells that it's real so well that 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 becomes a horror in itself, sort of. 
I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is also, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, even without the, because there's almost no blood in that, the first one. Yeah, no. And, you know, people, and there's also, like, when we were, I mean, we're about the same age, so you, mm-hmm. you, I mean, I know that, so, I remember that you hear people say, like, oh, you know, I, I, I got the, the uncut version of, and, like, there's, there's also no way to verify this. No. <laughs> Uh, you'd have to take the person's word for it. It was almost never the case. They didn't get the uncut. No. There's and there's like uh, and even at the, there often there isn't really one. I mean, there's also like for like there was rumors for years. There was a there's a there's a movie. Have you seen Event Horizon? No, I haven't. Okay, so that's a movie that uh, you should watch. That you'd, you'd like that. Mm. It's a uh, it's sort of a, one of my favorite sort of subgenres. You will. It's like uh, it's sort of sci-fi horror. So yeah. it's like horror that's that takes nice. place in space. It's I, I saw it. Um, we've talked. I think I met, maybe we. I think I we've, think talked, we've about talked about it. Yeah. But I'll say here in this part as well that so that's a movie that I was uh, my local video store gave me. They sometimes give me movie posters. A lot of times I had posters movies I hadn't seen on my wall because I think that's that's what they gave me. And oh I wow! Out the movie poster that was one of them. And it looked like a sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like anything else. And so I got my my parents. You know, rented it for me. I think it would have it been around the time it came out. So. I think it was 97, so I would have been about, let's see, I would have been like 13, 14. Mm. And that is like the craziest, I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that movie, but but that's also like, there was rumors that there, and there, apparently there was a way worse version of that, that is, uh, that people sometimes claim, you know, have access to, but it's, it, that, that also does not really exist no. apparently. They were stuff they didn't end up putting in the movie. Yeah. That's uh, not the same the, thing, no. No. But that's also interesting because there's this sort of uh, slasher, torture porn, uh, violent stuff, which are films that I have that sort of comfort feeling with and they calm me down and I feel sort of cozy about them. But then there's the thing that actually, thi- movies that actually scare me, like mm. ghost movies and shit like that, mm. like Japanese horror films, like that doesn't calm me down. That That is something completely different. So you, like horror yeah. films is such a wide genre. So I don't know, like if I want to be scared, that that's a different thing. That's That's usually what I want when, I don't know, when things around me feel kind of safe, I think, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um. It's very seldom when I'm like in a bad headspace or uh, mm. that I want to see something that actually scares me. It's it's you know because I think that like a lot of times like some of those like if you take the like the the ghost ones those ones in particular also scare me quite a bit. Mm. But but they're also far more relatable scenario. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's true. Which is like the, saying a lot about the torture porn films. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, but like, like for instance, like I'm never uh, like uh, like I'm I'm like it's easy to watch a movie about a gigantic monster killer roaming the swamps in New Orleans, you know, killing people. Like over that's not gonna that's not gonna give me any sort of. Uh, I can't relate to that scenario no, whatsoever. No, it doesn't give you like, like oh my a, god, yeah. She lives in an apartment. I live in an apartment. <laughs> I hear noise, and then that sort of just ruins mirrors. Your I have mirrors. I, oh, I have nice. bathrooms. That was that's not a that's no, a rough that bad bad combo. But but also it's like because like like for instance in heavy metal you also would have a lot a lot of that stuff. I mean they're, they're, I can't think of a good equivalent that would be something in, within heavy metal that that mm-hmm. that it's similar to ghost movies that would. I think I I I have one which is right. like if if the lyrics are very sort of sexual assaulty uh, oh, and yeah, that part right, sure. of horror. That's sort of, but then I'm never in the mood for that. 
So I am no, in the mood no. for ghost films sometimes. But like, there's also like being edgy and saying like hardcore things and that also very different things within that that you can say sort of yeah. if you're just like that that's the same thing like it becomes so bizarre if you're like i'm gonna yeah. kill 10 babies and put them on the string and put them in the ceiling and you're <laughs> like okay that's just fucked up that's fun to listen to but then if it's if it gets too real there as well i suppose like if, yeah i don't know yeah, I mean, think like because that's also something that hopefully no one listening to like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit, that's relatable, man. <laughs> Hate like, that someone, li- someone, someone like listening to like Cannibal Corpse, like, like oh, well, I know what that feels like. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't no. know what that feels like. That's that's not great. What's that? But like, it, <laughs> what's that act called? Which has a? Oh my god, what are, what are they called? All the songs are like two minutes, and it's just like. Oh, uh, so uh, Napalm Death. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Two minutes. Those are longer. Yeah, ones. Songs one minute. Uh, then you don't even have to bother because you never hear what they say anyway. No, yeah, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, they have a song called "You Suffer" as like two seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's also very like considering like we uh, we frequently like yesterday we recorded an episode of this show where uh, we talked about songs like seven or like like almost eight minutes long, so that's on the other side of the two second long. So. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's no, one, but I think it, it, one or the, the other. Uh, the um, um, I mean, they're, they're they're also like I think that if we're taking like there's a lot of I think there's a lot of metal music from the eighties or hard rock music I'd say. Mm. That that deals with um, that kind of some probably unintentionally get into the kind of iffy yeah sort of yeah, sexual of assault yeah. area with not even thinking that was a thing exactly it was just sort of the, the you know the of the sort of the way that that's how they did yeah. that's how you wrote stuff and a lot of that is not none of that is aged particularly well exactly and that's just how it is with media overall so that's just yeah part of it I guess. Um, yeah, there's so even stuff. In, I mean, even like I say, like it's but like if you take like some a lot of old. There's plenty of old horror movies with stuff in them, like that, or even just movies in general, like mm. that. Like, well, that you know, that you wouldn't do that now. Like, no, no that's probably true. <laughs> but I mean, uh, we were yeah. mentioning as well, sort of my my main sort of checkout from reality thing has always been games. Yeah, and I mean, th- a lot of the games I play for comfort then are. I mean, games are strange because it's so intrinsic in almost every game that you kill things and you're being violent. Even if it's like the calmest game, you still kill things. So that's just sort of a sort of a game thing that you like. You you get feedback from killing things because that's a whole whole game mechanic. Is sort of kill thing, get good at stuff. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. It's sort of a reward system. but I don't think that is necessary. I think that could come. That's just the sort of culture thing with games, how they work. Um, so that's then it's not the violence at all in itself. I don't no, have any no. have any particularly. If you just like discount that thing that all games are violent, mm-hmm. then I don't play like Tekken or Mortal Kombat or anything for like Tekken isn't particularly. But like Mortal Kombat, I don't play that for calm in the same way i would with watch a horror film because no it's, it's different it's yeah different. it's very different they are very sort of just like story driven pick flowers kind of games that i go to for checking out so i think i think also like even just like in uh 
You know, I, I do enjoy uh, uh, Mortal Kombat a bit, but it's also not like... Uh, some, there's something nice to... Like a game where you can... Because um, uh, if, you, if you're playing a, a certain... Like... like uh, any number of games where like it, the intensity level is not the same all the time. Like mm. instance, you're, you're, it's a bit of a journey, and you're wandering, and you're doing things, and you're finding yeah. things, you're figuring out stuff. Whereas in Mortal Kombat, it's quite literally, it's that's what you're Mortal Kombating the entire time. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. And, and I have not, uh, uh, my my game that is like that is Hades. I've played that. I play that all the time, and that's just like it's the same all the time. You just kill things. And then yeah. there's a story for like 10 seconds and then you keep going. It's a brilliant game, but it, yeah. it definitely feels that sort of, I need to do something with my hands and not think too much and then get like instant feedback from managing to do the thing, yeah. sort of. Well, I've, I've recently started playing, uh, I haven't played it before, uh, uh, Doom Eternal. Mm. That's the game that has uh, amazing soundtrack. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. I've never played Doom, any of the new Doom games, because... I don't know. I just haven't. But I've listened to the soundtracks so much because they're it sound, amazing. It sounds like uh, it sounds like uh, Mashuga on crack. Yeah, it's so good. I know I've I've used one song from that in I think in yeah some pod we made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, but that's also that also that's that also. Stuck with me. I, I don't remember. I don't necessarily remember what episode it was. What we're talking about, but that also I've I've always had the soundtrack in my mind because we also even just outside of podcasts, you've often like linked, send a link to songs yeah. from that. Like, yeah, it's so it's really good. Yeah, it's the same with Hades because yeah. the music is very sort of inspired by Greek uh, music, like folk music, but also sort of metal and weird measures and stuff like that. So it's it's really nice uh, listening to that a lot as well. That's good. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, we talked often in the. Uh, it was actually, my co-host sort of mentioned it quite a bit how a lot of, like the you know you put, have you played Mega Man the old one back in the I, I never played it because I didn't have the console but I I've seen it been played a lot. That music sounds very. Uh, there's a lot of bits in like all through sort of Maiden's discography. It sounds oh, right. similar to to like that kind of the kind of music they have in that. Um, I I mean I don't know which order it probably went. You know, I, I don't think they were necessarily inspired by Mega mm. Man, but probably the other way around because when they, they came out. But, um, but yeah, but there's also but there's a, and then we have, um, let's see. I mean, I I I've, I haven't played Quake since mm. the '90s, so I, I don't know how that music is. But I'm imagine. I mean, the but, soundtrack is amazing to Quake. All right, it's all right. maybe Trent Reznor, right? I think so. Yeah. I could be right. Yeah. yeah. So well, the the, uh, the the Doom Eternal is very fun, but it's uh. That's also a very old person thing when you add the to the beginning of things. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I've also been informed that when you act, when you sort of pluralize things unnecessarily, so I said, "Oh yeah, I've been playing the Doom Eternal." <laughs> <laughs> the Doom Eternal. I, I'm turning forty. I'm allowed to. <laughs> you are allowed. Yeah. I was. I was at. I was. At, I was at. When I was in the states recently. I was at a store called Barnes and Noble, mm -hmm. but I accidentally said several times Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> I've informed that that's not how you say it. That's how old people say it. You're um, like, yeah, that's me. I'm old. Yeah, yeah. Let's go eat at the McDonald's. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, that actually that, that, that works. That works because that's that like a, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it works well, look, because that's actually the name of it. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Well, the burger, the Burger Kings. That yeah, the Burger Kings. Uh, uh, no, the so the, yeah, on Doom Eternal. That's also one of those games that it's not particularly relaxing. I'll say. No, no, and that's like that's the thing with Hades as well. Hades. I think that there's this like Doom is. 
extreme, but Hades has a sort of same vibe because it's very sort of onslaught of enemies and then you kill them. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's relaxing, but it does sort of, it's so engaging that you can't really think about anything else, which is sort of what I'm looking for. Something that is so engaging, like physically and mentally, that I just check out from everything that's bothering me. So it has sort of a calming effect in the end, because I didn't have to think about worry worrisome things for a while. It's and that's also that's sort of like I mean it's it's I uh, I mean you can. <laughs> I've uh, this last week. I just been playing this last week. Mm. Uh, it's like I'm like, maybe a third day into it, and like it, it's one of those situations where I mean, it's I've a uh, um, if you stand still for too long, regardless to where you are and how much you think you've done, you will die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to you just fucking move. <laughs> no matter what, and you can also think you're doing fine for a second, and then you're not, and then you're in horror. Yeah. It's, it's rough, and it's uh, but so the music of that game is 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 the least intense bit of it, which is, says a lot about it. yes. Yes, no, I agree. So it's they're the um, but it's fun. I mean, it's also. I mean, I'm, this is this is an old game at this point, so I'm sure there's new ones after that. I think there's. Uh, I don't. I don't know really, but uh, hasn't been a new one for a while. I think maybe that is the latest one then. Maybe I don't remember. I mean, I did, all I know is that it seemed like it must be pretty old because I only paid a uh, hundred and like sixty crowns yeah. for it. Yeah. But so. I mean, that's the thing as well. I've, I've thought about that a lot, and I've talked to friends about it a lot. The thing with that, just sitting down and listening to music is mm. not really something I do any longer because mm. I can't focus on that. I have to sort of do something in the meantime, which is, you know, fair. I could just sit and draw and stuff like that. But it's sort of like just fallen out of habit because music is something I have on in the background while I do other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've sort of, managed to come back to movies a bit but i've also found it's a lot easier to watch an, a film in its entirety when i do it with someone it's just mm-hmm. sitting down and watching an entire film it's just something i never really do um, any longer. that's that's i mean that's i think a lot of people yeah are that way i mean especially the music thing i think it's sort of become uh, just because of the way people you, you in general kind of consume music mm. you don't necessarily uh you know i think that it was it, the music it's in itself was more of an event yeah of course before yeah younger definitely um i still do when i play physical records mm. because, but uh but to a certain extent i'm not just st- standing staring blankly at the record player <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit unsettling to walk into your living room here just and i'm just standing like and like then it's, then it's Blair like, witching that. against the wall. Yes, and I was like, "That was nice." I will now switch sides. <laughs> but like, what I'll do is like when there's a new like, well, there's a as we're recording as this has been. If everything goes, I hope it goes when this is released, it'll be the same day as there's a new Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, album really? That comes out. It's it's a triple album, so it's like six discs or something. Oh like wow! So that I'll probably be listening to and reading along. Mm, yeah. But I probably otherwise wouldn't be staring. Let me just stare at the wall for yeah. equivalent of, you know, two and a half hours, um, uh, because I'd be a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, I think that also with with movies, I, I, um, I, I uh, I've gotten a bit worse. I used to be very good at uh, at uh, you know just just watching complete movies. Yeah, like, same. Yeah. I think I think I, I I gather that I still do it more than most, but I yeah. I, don't, I don't have the same um, um, 
like for the past, I mean, last, I think I talked about it on this show that I, like a couple years ago, I set out to watch over, I wanted to watch over 200 new movies. Mm. Oh yeah. 2021. And I did do it. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. But that was also, that also towards certain bits that were not fun. It was just about going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And last year I did, all right. I did like a hundred and something, but that was, that, that was a bit more, you know, that was that was I, that, that I didn't have a goal at that point. Towards the end, I wanted to just get over hundred because mm. I was almost there. But it, it's 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 but like n- now this year I'm up I'm, I'm up at like I think like twenty three or something like that. Yeah, that's still I, I gather that's still a lot. That is a people. lot. Yeah, definitely. But that's also I also like to rewatch a bunch of stuff because as in sort of the spirit of like um, when you're when you if you're having like a bad day or something you you're not just or you just feel like uh, if you have if you're having I you know I, I've um, if you have sort of anxiety issues sometimes, mm. then that then usually you want something you already know at that point. Yeah, yeah, of course. That you already have feelings about mm. because if you're gonna, because otherwise the feelings you connect to the thing you watch first off, you're not gonna enjoy it probably, and you're just gonna no. connect bad feelings exactly. to it. Yeah. yeah, and like that's it's one of my things that I would love to change about myself, but I can't because I've always been like this. Um, that it. It's usually quite, I know that a lot of people recognize this and, and are the same themselves, but, you know, to actually engage with something new and give it, as you say, give it proper mm. treatment, uh, I have to be in a very specific sort of headspace. So yeah. everyone who's ever given me a tip on something to watch or read, they know it takes a long, sometimes it just happens, but like more often than not, it's like, okay, one year later, I'm like, yeah, watch the thing. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know, just I need to be in a certain space to be able to not be annoyed at something new or feel like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've I, got I a, I've gotten better at it, but I don't know. That's probably because I'm aware of it to yeah. a bigger extent. I think there's a few there's a few things like that I will um, sort of that when it's in, when it's, if that when it, a new something new comes within that sort of thing like when that I almost always want to check out immediately but a lot of stuff it, it also takes a while for yeah. me yeah yeah uh, there's there's stuff people have told me for four years I have to watch a Netflix I've not touched yet yeah you know it might be another four years yeah who knows exactly uh, and like I can be even more resistant which is you know annoying with things that I know I will like mm-hmm. because. <laughs> It is sort of a commitment to like something. It takes up energy and and headspace, and I don't know. It just you know that you're going to commit to this thing. Like now, I'm watching Succession because I got a tip uh, about it, and it's great. And but it takes up a lot of my time because I want to watch it. And then like, okay, yeah, I have yeah, to have yeah. time to set away for doing this thing. And sometimes you just sort of start watching something, and then you really like it, and that it's often easier because you, then you don't have that sort of long way hurdle to sit down and do the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, the, it's, um, I mean, the only time in recent, I mean, a lot, a lot of times it'll be, uh, even if it's something I really like, mm. it'll, I'll, I'll, that I'm excited about, I'll very quickly fall behind and watching it. And then, you know, then I have anxiety about that, which is not something you should necessarily waste time having anxiety about, but, Fair enough. um, but like the only time recent time like where I was sort of like the second like I've uh, you know we uh, I've mentioned Star Trek in this podcast mm. quite a bit and then there's been recently there's been the, the final season of uh, Star Trek Picard is 
was uh, just finished like a couple weeks ago. And like for that, it was also it was even like it was like where I'd be at work on a Friday morning, and I was like, "Fuck, I want to get home so I can watch that." Mm. And that I haven't done that in quite a while. No. Where I'm sort of like nervously excited to get home and watch that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that's that's ne- that hasn't. Been, I don't think that's going to be the case again for <laughs> I think for quite a while or, or ever even. No, that, that happens sense. so seldom. Yeah. Uh, I think that I've had that with games mostly in my adult life, uh, and that's still the case. Sort of a few games, but when it happens, I'm like really excited and I want to get home and and do that. And then then you get sort of reminded of your childhood, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> how it yeah, felt. <laughs> Uh, I think I think that was totally what this was for me as well because this this sort of reminded me of you know back when I was discovering all the stuff mm. initially and that sort of how, how are you with new music if there's a band or an artist that you really like and they release something new do you listen right away or do you sort of have to nowadays no I remember when I was at my height of my skinny puppy fan dumb mm-hmm. when they released a new album I listened instantly. But that also, I stopped doing that after a while as well. I, I think that's the same. It's it's almost like a feeling of intimidation when there's something new. You're like, I'm going to have to adjust to this. And I can be scared that I won't like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh no, what what if, what if, because I really want to like it. And then I, yeah. what if I don't? And that, that is always a very sucky feeling <laughs> when you're like trying to like something and you're like oh shit i don't really um it's really weird when something that like that happens or like something new comes out by something you, you know very well mm. or like 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 we talked also uh i think because you know we, uh, we about two years ago at this point uh i made release new album and that all that every so when something like that happens i'm always very excited but also it feels kind of weird because there's something you know so well mm. Right. Like the back of your hand, and suddenly there's a whole bunch of stuff about it you don't know yet. Yeah. New, yeah. new information and new, like you have like an hour of stuff you have that, that is just as much part of it as, as the stuff you know as well, you very well, but you don't know yet. No, that is, yeah. No, I get what you mean. And also the worry is, like, what if it sucks? That's not going to be fun. Yeah. Now, the, the thing about this is, though, because on this show, I know there's a lot of older people older fans i say not older people i'm the older people uh who, who like haven't really enjoyed any there's some people who haven't really liked anything uh past like the 2000 like the okay. 2000 era and that's that's fine too but that, that i think it maybe makes it less nerve-wracking for them when something new comes out that's very true so I, don't, I don't i don't care anymore or they still care there's not necessarily you know, no you don't expect don't it to be it. but like mind-blowing no because you, you haven't really you know that, that, that's probably very uh it must be liberating yeah yeah no i know what you mean and that's also like, it's rare because because of this whole thing where I'm always slow on the ball. Uh, it's very rare that I don't get spoiled. Um, so when it happens and I'm not spoiled, I'm. It's so I used to realize. I'm mean, like, oh right, this is really nice to not be spoiled about stuff. Yeah. Actually, uh, that that just becomes such such a huge part of just how we know things you yeah. sort of know it in some weird secondhand sort of way through memes or some punchline or some vague tweeting and mm. then you sort of get your own first-hand experience but you already know some stuff and it's such a strange way to approach media yeah. especially if you've had a whole life of not doing it that way it's, it's odd because you have um 
I mean, like, okay, so, like, uh, in, in about, a, I think, later this month, I think it is, uh, Maiden will be going on, on tour again. Oh, and right. um, Or maybe towards the end. It doesn't matter. Some, in, uh, sometime in the next mm-hmm. month or so. And so we've talked quite a bit about me and, me and Jonathan about how you want to try to avoid spoilers because right. we're both seeing them. I'm going to see them. I'm not seeing them until ju- late June, though. And since we run this podcast, we follow so many accounts that are somewhat related to them at this point mm. and have something to do with so, so I think I think it's going to be impossible unless yeah. I just unfollow everything. And that's hard to do because if we're going to manage this, we still need to be on stuff. Yeah. Uh, like a few years ago, uh, when they were here, 2018, way before we started this, mm-hmm. I was seeing them also, I was seeing them quite early on the tour, and then I just, so I just follow, unfollowed like two accounts and I didn't get anything spoiled. That was fine. Yeah. I think I'm sort of going to have to realize that this might, it's not going to work no. at this point not to get anything. Uh, because also, even if we don't seek it out, people will inevitably write to us and tell us stuff, so. There you go. Yeah, so, but so you just got to be, I mean, certain, I think that it's it's different, like, uh, that's also probably the reason I really wanted to rush home and see the new Picard episode. I, I didn't want to get spoiled yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I only got one thing spoiled, and it didn't really ruin things for me, so I was I was fine. Mm. But like, um, I feel games should be harder to spoil because if it something comes out at midnight, I mean, it's like a it, yeah. The problem has been that the game publishers themselves have released like material for years and years before the release, and mm. it's been. It's started to change now, which I really appreciate. But there was years when basically the whole story was just spoiled in trailers. And like there was an initial story hook often that was uh, like the selling point of the game. And it got so strange because it was, it's still written in the game as yeah. if it's a huge revelation because it's supposed to be in the story, but everyone who plays it already knows this. So it doesn't have any emotional impact the way it should be because like that's, no. that's been in the PR for two years. So it's, it's been this very, very strange sort of, yeah, I don't know, just you have to pretend that you're surprised <laughs> as your yeah. character sort of, um, that's weird. Or in the case of like Skyrim, where there barely is a story, uh, and this, that that tiny bit of story is just like that was also the whole pub, like PR. It was just like, oh, you're the Dragonborn, and then you have to go through a whole like hours upon hours of like setup where you realize you're the Dragonborn. And you're like, what the? F- okay, I'm not. You could have done this. No, I don't care. <laughs> I, I do think there's too much um, in sort of any given product, like if it's an album or a movie or whatever, they do sort of maybe, you know, like there's too, there's too many trailers, there's too long trailers, yeah. there's too many, that, you know, like Metallica released an album recently, I think they released like four singles off it before the album <laughs> came out, that's a, that's a bit much. Yeah, that's a bit much, yeah. Just do like two, and then you like release it, yeah. and then people will be, and you, you go in and you know way too much, yeah. I think sometimes. Like imagine like the thrill we we were uh, um, uh, like like so uh, I'm a big I'm a big I'm a big Batman fan, mm. um, and uh, so there's 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 a movie coming out and okay if anyone doesn't want to know anything about uh, well I can't say it without saying it I guess but there's there's a bat there's a Flash movie coming out now there's a lot of problems about this movie mm. I think everyone's aware of because of uh, uh, it's it's uh, I think l- less than pleasant 
star right. as Ezra Miller. So that's the movie I'm talking about. So if you don't want to know anything about that, don't listen for the next like minute or two. But the sort of the big deal for most of us older people, again I say us older people, <laughs> is uh, Michael Keaton is back as Batman in this. Right. And that's a huge deal for like anyone who had him. As he, he, yeah, 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 yeah. But imagine, like, I mean, I think nowadays it's almost impossible to keep stuff from leaking. But imagine you didn't know that, and you go right. to the movie theater, and then there he is. That I mean, that yeah, that would have been the case. And that like, there's so much. I don't know. There's so much focus on like we have to pull. There's no trust in that people will go and see a thing, and then you can sort of just surprise people. Hmm. Um, and that I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I had the. One of the, one of the best gaming experiences I've had in years and years recently, where I played a sort of indie, but from a big studio, but a smaller project from a big studio yeah. uh, called Pentiment, which is a game based on me- like the art, whole art style is medieval manuscripts, and it's about sort of an artist in the medieval times in mm. mid mid Europe. Um, and it's just a game about like going around talking to people and uh, trying to solve a murder that you sort of don't know how it happened. That's like it's just stuff uh, mm. and writing. And I didn't know I didn't know anything except the very very basic setup going in, and just experiencing a well written story like that with all the twists and turns of it without knowing anything of it was such a pleasant experience. Mm. It was just lovely, and I was just sitting there with my mouth open, like, what? Wow, what? I didn't know this. This was so cool. What? I didn't expect that, and it was just great. And I just sort of made a vow to myself to try and not spoil myself if I can, to, yeah. like, actively. I, I've been very sort of, oh, I don't care about spoilers, it's fine. But then I'm like, but actually, that's that's such a big part of storytelling, and it's such a positive feeling, speaking of like things that comfort you and things that makes you feel good. Like it can be, yeah. I've had the experience where I'm like, I feel unsafe when I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. That's nerve wracking. So, but I don't know. I've, I've sort of grown out of that. I, I feel like I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be surprised. <laughs> It's it's it is it is fun. I mean, there's like so. I'm not going to get into specifics uh, in case there's someone out there who's sort of interested in this. But uh, so there's a, there's a huge sort of moment towards the end of this Star Trek Picard series mm. that was really cool. Something that I've sort of I think a lot of people really wanted for quite a while, and it can't, was completely shocked. I had no idea that was coming. Right. And that really, and I feel that, and I said so what I did is immediately I wrote to. The, the other people I know who are very big Star Trek fans says you, you got to watch this now because you're gonna you're gonna like this way more if you don't get a spoiler mm. for you going in which you, which you, which they probably would have they waited. Yeah. Uh, there's that aspect, but also the thing that's like another thing about just being not I've I have I've sort of been a long time since I experienced this where I was so nervous because I think especially of this that there's um, all these characters that I've cared about for so long. Mm. And like it was, it's it was scary because uh, up until this series started, I could have like, well, well, I kind of knew what happened to them. At least in my mind, I sort of did. I think everything's fine. But in this thing, you know, you didn't know anything could have happened, right? And that potentially could make you feel different about something you you you, you care much care quite mm. a bit about. Mm. Um, and that that's a bit that was a bit nerve wracking. So part of me was like, I just I wonder if it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, but then also like <laughs> also I don't because I want to also take the journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And that that's. 
I mean, that's also like in some cases you are so you're so sure that the writers are going to like get the boat into harbor, sort of. Yeah, uh, and you can just sort of allow yourself to not know. I feel that way with Succession that I care about the characters. Obviously, not like I've had these characters with me for my life, yeah. or but like you care about them in their own weird way. But there, I also feel like the the writer team is so competent. So I'm just like, okay, just do whatever. I'm gonna enjoy it, whatever the fuck you do, uh, and that that's always pleasant <laughs> when you're in that position, which is not often the case. I no, I mean it's 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 a, yeah, because I think it's um, there's a it's difficult because sometimes I think I, I I've there's another show I very much enjoy uh, called Quantum Leap, and that mm. that's a '80s sci-fi. So it recently got rebooted, or sort of has a sequel series, mm. and. Um, there's been a lot of, uh, yeah. There's, uh, it's gotten a lot of uh, unfair critique, I think, because I think a lot of people wanted it to be the old thing, and it's right. not because besides besides one of the main actors being dead, <laughs> the other one's not in it, and it's a different show. They did, but they had to sort of do something different. I feel otherwise, it'd just be, uh, it's not the same thing because mm. the same thing you can't do the same thing anymore. No. It doesn't mean like in a sort of because if you if you look at the reviews in IMDb, you'll get a certain kind of often elderly gentlemen who like, you know, oh, you can't fucking blah, 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 woke stuff. No, that's not necessarily the, the problem. I think that you said, but they wouldn't be, like, you said, what what we want or what he wants is impossible because mm. the other guy's, one guy said no and the other guy's dead. Yeah. You're not going to get him. For, no. He's not going to sign want? on to this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you sort of sound like, so, that also sort of took a bit of pressure because I wanted a continuation for years. Mm. We got it and it's, and you know, it's, it's, is it exactly what I want? No, but like I said, that that's impossible. Yeah. So I can just enjoy it, you know, and then hope. And they, you know, it did pay off, and they had, they did have a, they did have. Um, I think they did do a good job mm. so far, mm. and it's it is different, and that's fine. Yeah, but it's, um, and you know, there's, and also, I, but it's it's so funny that you get people who, yeah, I don't know. It's they, I, I think that yeah, it, they yeah. they don't really reflect. I feel they just they just feel and talk, and yeah. they don't they don't sit down to think. Is this reasonable? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah it's not obviously but i mean the, the, yeah. Yeah. in in terms of comfort as well i realized that i think that succession and uh, i've talked to a close friend about this as well it's, it's has a similar vibe in how i feel watching it to bojack horseman mm. which is a sort of horrible despair yeah <laughs> through comedy yeah but in a good way and you sort of that is sort of also a comfort to me. That's a sort of comforting feeling where you're just like wallowing in this terrible personal misery of characters. And you're like, this is so shitty. Like, this is yeah. terrible. I Why do I love watching this? And I feel a sort of... May, maybe that's sort of, ah, I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm not yeah. like that. I don't... I, at least I'm not that, huh? <laughs> That's that's part of it, I guess. Yeah. That could also be something, but because like I mean, we talked about BoJack a little bit, I don't remember. There's someone, a recent uh, guest, or it might even be a recent guest who's sort of just starting it. So we're not going to get into any spoilers, but I think that that show is completely brilliant, and it gets to this. Yeah. Um, it goes places you wouldn't expect it to yeah, go initially, and and that's and there's there's some stuff that's so it's it's ingenious. Um, it's like it it tackles things that should not be able to do a show about. Like, if someone would just pitch some of the episodes, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's not, oh, that's going to be 
no, please don't. And then you watch it and you're like, uh, they somehow managed. How the fuck? <laughs> it gets it gets so insanely dark yeah. in a sort of creative, interesting way. And like imagine like even just mentioning the premise you'd like for some of these like you said, some of these episodes like, well, what? How are they gonna do that? Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, the, the, doing all those things is an animated horse. <laughs> <laughs> And like it you feel, you find yourself, yeah. And like you're having like these existential kind of like mini crises watching the thing when you're watching one of the characters named fucking Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, because he's yeah. a joke. <laughs> <He's laughs> or Labrador or whatever the fuck he is. Uh, I love the I love the recurring joke that whenever he orders signs for any kind of party that it's always misspelled and they miss something up and they they add like stuff that's not supposed to be on there. Like it says, Mr. Peanut Butter is one word. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. It's, We've talked about that quite a bit. It's it's it's, a, it's, 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 a, like, it's a fantastic show. Like I n- never rewatched TV series, um, mm. basically. But I think I've I've rewatched certain episodes of BoJack, like the most horrible ones, <laughs> where I'm just like, mm, yeah, yes. There, there's the there's the there's a there's a, when I well there's again I don't want to get into any spoilers because mm. I know someone's actually listening to this. So, but you're you're in for a treat. Yeah, definitely. He's already. Yeah, I mean, if it's you're in for a very disturbing yeah, treat. I mean, if it if it sounds like something you'd enjoy, if you've watched Succession and, and want more of the same vibe but completely different, then definitely yeah. watch BoJack. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It's it's really great. So I was gonna say, uh, so as uh, I uh, I think we did a pretty good job here. Yeah. Okay, good, it, it was a fun cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. Chill time. Now, there's a couple things. A couple things we want. To be, so before we close out here, uh, so there's something we do. Uh, towards the end of uh, each episode, which we call what we call rotation. Essentially, it is uh, each person uh, would just sort of, you know, if you, whatever you've been listening to recently or whatever you've been consuming or reading or watching, whatever, you sort of get into that for a minute. But I thought maybe also you could include, um, I think you sort of have to a certain extent already, but like some something you would recommend to someone who's maybe maybe not doing great and wants to sort of escape reality in a pleasant mm. way for a bit, if you can think of anything in Hmm, yeah, the things we've been talking about, I suppose. Yeah, I think we've, got, yeah, we've done yeah. that pretty well, actually. Mm. But also, it, it's it's complicated, right? Because I think that a lot of people do feel... Or that's the sense I get, it, uh, at the very least, when I talk to people, um, that you, you're not really in the mood for something new. When you're, Yeah, that's the yeah. problem. You can't really, that's, yeah. that's it also just what we said. <laughs> yeah. this time. Never mind, then. So... You know, don't feel bad about wanting to go back to something that makes you feel safe. I suppose uh, that's probably a good message for that. That yeah, just so. But what what have you been listening to or watching or lately? Listening? Let's yeah, listen. If you have anything you've been listening to, I can I've throw been, some of that in here. I've been less listening. I've been listening. I never listen to anything that's recent because I just. That's also the case with like sort of the Spotify culture. You just sort of discover something and you're like, oh, this was released in 1997. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of the Pretty Reckless. Um, oh yeah, yeah. lately it's just been on a bench on that uh, because I love her voice so much any any particular song or uh, I've been listening to because previously I've listened a lot to Death by Rock and Roll but now I got really into the Going to Hell album and then I've listened to a lot of sort of older the sort of 2000-ish <laughs> weird half metal music um yeah so initially we had a plan to talk about uh soundtracks from that era that's a very specific mm. era and time that uh i think if you're aware of what we mean that there's a certain vibe to those sort of 
where like every soundtrack was an album consisting of a lot of new metal that happened to be not just new metal but sort of modern metal that happened to be popular around the time. Yeah. And uh, a lot of weird like dance remixes of metal. Yeah, there'd be like stuff like you get like a like a like a Marilyn Manson song but remixed by some DJ yeah. never heard of. <laughs> yeah. And then that's that's the thing. Um I think that the Matrix soundtrack perhaps was the the first one that kind of did this. Yeah, I mean, and then you had like, I was thinking uh, about like one of the ones that always it's always mentioned with this sort of soundtracks that isn't soundtracks from the film, but rather a companion mm-hmm. playlist. And the Crow was sort of the first one that got like oh, really, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 which yeah. is amazing. It's such a that's a great soundtrack. incredible soundtrack. It's always like if people ask me which is the best one, it's like this one. It's just so cool and diverse, and I don't know, just fits the mood. Well, okay, well, what what song would you recommend from that? I could throw in here. Um, let me see. So I, there's so much. There's so much stuff on. Yeah, there. I mean, when I was this is fun as well because when I was younger, I loved the Golgotha Talent Blues. That one has gotten a bit. It's like it feels very me when I was 18 to me now. I don't want to no more. But like Earn, the, the Cure song that it starts with, it's so fucking good. And Call Me Once is incredible. And you have like, oh my god, there's there's uh, there's uh, there's uh, subtle pilots on this yeah. helmet. I think I think this album was what they introduced me to uh, Nine Inch Nails, Pantera, My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult, and Jesus and Mary Chain. <laughs> it's such that's so cool. That's just, such. I mean, we could obviously we'll, we'll obviously have more talk. We'll do this another time because yeah. we have a lot to say on this one. Uh, I it's it yeah. But I also I think they even even for the I think when they did the second movie, which let's just for the record for anyone if you're wondering and I, I'm, you're probably not. It's not good. The no. second movie is not a good no. movie. But I do recall the second soundtrack being okay, not the same level. Really, as this I don't one, think I've listened to it actually. I, I, you know, I think I have some vague memory that that actually was all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Like the, I realized as well. Like the soundtrack for Saw Six is pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, just... I think there's there's things like there's things like uh, I think that what happened is um, well, I, I, I took a look at the soundtrack. There's a few good stuff, a few good things on there. But I think that sort of what happened because uh, the first. Matrix album was everyone had that mm. and it was like a big deal. Yeah. And then they made the second one that was not as all as popular. No. Nothing would happen. And I think that what happened is even though it was the same creative team behind both movies, I mean the same with the mm. movies. I feel that I think that it seems like it seems like when the second one was sort of made, even the soundtrack and the movie, it seems like someone misunderstood why the first one was cool and just did way too much of that. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. also, what the hell did Matrix 2 come out? Matrix 2 like, came out in 2002, 2003. And like, has anyone ever reflected on the fact that Matrix 1 came out before 9-11? <laughs> and the other ones yeah, didn't? Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Really so weird. like, yeah. the whole shift in the entire like world? That's No wonder it's so looked weird. different. Yeah. I don't know. It's also, I mean, it's so it's, it's interesting to think like stuff around that era yeah. that just came out right after that because it's especially I, think, I, I, I mean on this podcast we do have quite a few listeners who are who are you know who are on the older side as yeah. I've mentioned many times I'm sure they feel great about themselves now after that um, but um, if for anyone who's a bit too you know sort of too young to sort of be aware of that mm. whole situation 
There was a very big difference, like <laughs> one year, like just right after that. Like the textbook paradigm shift. You're like yeah. unrecognizable world before and after. Yeah, and it's 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 weird to think that, like, I mean, even like if you're looking at, I, mean, I can't remember what show it was I was watching recently. We were watching something, and like I saw there was an episode that came out in like, um, uh, like like the last episode of one season mm. was in. Um, I think it was one of the Star Treks. It probably was, but it was a uh, so that was like in like May. 2001 mm-hmm. and then oh, it continued shit. again yeah. like in, in, like, in like, like November or something like oh mm-hmm. my god what a different world that existed in there. and they, they'd have no idea that was coming but anyway maybe we should save that for another yeah. time yeah we'll <laughs> a lot to say here. Um, yeah yeah and uh, for me I've been listening to there's a band from Seattle called Brad mm. uh, good name which uh, they're very uh, it's hard to hard to thankfully it's easy to now I can find it's, it's not easy to find because there's a lot of brands yeah that makes sense but it's a, it's a, it's a side project from uh Stone Gossard and Pearl Jam. So oh. it, it sounds kind of like you'd think it would sound, but the, the singer, Sean Smith, uh, he passed away a couple years ago. All oh, right. Uh, but he's, he's, yeah. So, but he, I think they're, they're one of them. He's one of the most underrated, um, singers from that. Oh, that's cool. So I feel, I think, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I love Pearl Jam. I love Chris Cornell. I think, I think calling them any of those guys underrated would probably at this point be yeah, ridiculous. They're not right. underrated. No, Everyone no, knows they're, no. but, but no one knows this guy. So that's what we're checking out. Uh, That's cool. I'll, um, yeah, and any they have a song called uh, "Let's." Oh, I'm trying. Well, I lost all the. Hmm. Let me find something just so I know what to put in. Uh, yeah, do like there's a song from uh, Interiors. That's an album that's called. Any, just pick anything from Interiors. It's a it's a good album. All right. Well, thank you very much for helping me with this. Yeah, thank this you was for inviting me. It was a very chill and contemplative time. It's, it's almost like we've done this before. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times. All right, so I'm just going to do the sign-off, and then we will... Uh, yeah. So next week, we'll be back with a regular, uh, more sort of... Uh, I think we're... I think it's not just not even just a regular episode. It's actually for, like one of the I think one of the songs people have actually been waiting for quite a while. But I'm not going to say which one because inevitably I'll be incorrect and it will be something else. So, all right. Well, until next time, uh, from all of us to all of you, up the irons and school from the north. <laughs>